which you brought us together as a little family to meditate on your word on your holiness on your promises and assurances you guaranteed us father every word be of yours continue lord to guide us further we give you all glory honor and praise even this evening there are so many broken hearted hopelessly looking at the new year which is coming so close in a few days time we jump into the new year just trusting upon you father all hopelessness tiredness confusions uncertainty be removed today and tonight that the children may see everything crystal clearly that lord the precious father which graciously prepared us a bountiful new year bless everyone in your holy and precious name father anyone suffering with sickness all these years all these months i don't let them go inside the year 2021 with sickness whatsoever the chronical sickness they suffer it could be the hidden disease or the open disease whatever the type and nature of the sickness they suffered all these 12 months father i don't let them go into the new year with the same and similar sickness and all kinds of medications i in the name of the lord jesus christ bring the healing of the lord jesus christ upon every broken body father now stretch forth your mighty hand let the sicknesses be healed i don't let them go into the new year with the same similar problems medications and hospitalization which has been taking place repeatedly and unnecessarily in their life anyone who is suffering lord with all kind all these kinds of symptoms which are threatening the human race today in this world they be all healed tonight there are some people suffering with insurance companies they are not compensated one side the sickness other side there is no compensation oh lord remember that one side the illness troubles them other side the hospital procedures are troubling them they are caught up in between they could not focus on anything father let them go free in jesus name i promise them right now on your behalf they never go into this new year lord i'm healed i just bring your mighty healing upon them tonight in jesus matchless name thank you lord i don't let my people go into the new year with the burdens of sin burdens of all family problems burdens of the financial crisis crushing them down i father in your holy name set them free for your own glory let them enjoy the birth of this new year which is going to happen in few days time let us triumphantly joyfully hopefully waiting for this new year to come i know you shall perform a miracle that they will rejoice and turn into the new year along with the lord jesus christ yes it is possible it is still possible with god i thank you lord for this night in the matchless name of our lord and savior jesus christ we pray and give you all glory honor and praise amen amen praise god let us simply go into the word which is recorded in psalm 65 verse 11 book of psalms chapter 65 verse 11 generally we don't call it chapter we simply say it's song 
So Psalm 65 verse 11 is the promise portion for this night. The Bible says, the Lord crowns the year with goodness and bounty. The Lord crowns. Our Lord is able to crown even the days and months and years with his blessings. Genesis chapter 1 verse 14 says, The years and seasons were created by God for our own benefit, for our own furtherment. The years. Bible says if you read 77 Psalm verses 9 and 10, Lord, have you forgotten us? Could you not reveal your compassion to us? Have you forgotten to show us your compassion? Why we go through all these problems? The Bible says, Psalm 31 verse 10, My days were spent in sorrow. My years were gone in sight. Maybe we lived 30 years, 40 years, 70 years. But what about the years we spent? Our days were spent in sorrow. Our years were gone. Sighing. Sighing means what? The dictionary says, the excitement and anxiety about future. Oh, what is going to happen? The entire life is gone worrying about future. My sweet friends, the years were gone. Sighing. How will my year be? How will my marriage be? How will my employment be? How will my retirement be? Our entire life is gone. Future is gone. Worrying about the entire days which are said to come. My sweet friends, we are always worried about something. But the Bible says there is a remedy for this particular problem we are suffering. God will give us a solution tonight. My years are gone. Sigh. He was always worrying about what is going to happen. My sweet friends, when we were young, we were worried about how to pass the exam. When we passed the exam, we were so worried about how to get employed. When we got employed, we were so worried that how to retake this employment, how to get promoted. Then we got worried about marriage. Then we got worried about children. Then we got worried about retirement. Our entire life is spent saying how this is going to happen. What is going to be next? Who will be the next person for me? What is going to be waiting for me? What is next? What is going to take place? That is why Psalm 35.10, sorry, Isaiah 35.10 and Isaiah 51.11 says, Sorrow shall flee away. Sigh shall flee away. Joy and gladness will come. Sorrow shall flee away and joy shall come. And sighing shall flee away. Gladness will come. We are so worried about our future. There was a fantastic story I recently heard of. In one of the western countries, there was a thief. Simply escaped the prison. He found a way into a neighboring state and gone into a church. Usually, when somebody enters into the church, police will not simply arrest them. But this fellow, the thief, straight away gone into the church. He could not find a place to hide. So what did he do? 
he found there was a confession booth usually the priests will sit inside the booth nobody could see them visibly they would be simply in shared shadow and they would be listening to the worries of people and they would pray for them he found a shelter within the confession booth and he was hiding comfortably there he was very sure this police people will not search for too long and they will get away and after a while an old lady came to his booth thinking that there was a priest inside and she started crying and she said that how she was very cruel to her mother in law when she was young and now she is treated the same way by her old daughter and she was crying father please pray for me let my sins be forgiven let me have favor in the eyes of my grand my daughter in law and after some time another fellow came so he started or he was bound to pray for everyone everyone's worries and sorrows and sinful habits were confessed to him he was so shocked he never believed in god maybe he was just a believer only by the name maybe he was just born in a christian family but he never exercised faith on god he never prayed never followed jesus but he had to pray for those people after a while the police officer hunting for him he came to the same booth without knowing that the thief was inside the booth he came and held up said father i have two big problems one is my personal problem second is my public problem can you just pray for me to get these two miracles and may the lord forgive all my sins and give me new life and one was about his future plans about his personal life and second about his job he said i'm waiting for promotion tomorrow is my day of promotion one wicked fellow rascal escaped the prison today i have been hunting for him if i don't catch him tomorrow my promotion will be suspended i will be hopeless i will lose all my avenues father please pray that i will get this fellow in my hand so that i will be securing my promotion this priest or the thief in the farm of the priest he didn't know what to pray he said god grant all these two requests to this fellow let him be blessed and he said sir don't worry your personal problem whatever you want to settle down with will be blessed with secondly you will catch the thief you will be promoted and the officer said sir i have no clue you are a man of god you tell me where the fellow will be the thief said tomorrow morning 8 o'clock there is a white truck at the junction at the end of the city you will find the thief standing over there looking for something or someone to go and catch him the officer was very thankful the thief was sitting in the booth almost the entire night and he was recollecting whatever happened the whole day that changed his life he said i have no care about my future i have no plans about my future i have no worries about my future i have no way of thinking where i will go one day i am a clueless man no all these people have been answered by god at least they prayed for me they came to jesus they came to church getting an answer for personal and public problems to be settled down 
they have been praying. I have been used to pray for those people. And he said, God, forgive me. Let me have an ambition in my life. I will have a concern about what I will do in my future. I will be arrested tomorrow. I will be taken to the prison. Wherever I go, I will pray for people. You bless me. You release me. You use me one day. Several years he was serving in prison. He was a man of prayer. Almost eight years later, he was released. He became a saint. He became a monk. He became a person of prayer. My sweet friends, whenever people, whenever we get worried, we must console ourselves with one simple statement. When we meet a people of sorrow, we console them very comfortably. We tell them, don't worry. When we meet the people of need, a person of sorrow, or a woman of tears, we simply console them. And there is a time that we can console ourselves. It is still possible. First Samuel chapter 30, verses 4 to 8. David was so much in distress. He was distressed and crushed by the problems. He consoled himself. He strengthened himself. 77.10, book of Psalms. Psalmist says, Oh, I will remember the years which are stored up in the hands of God for me. My days are gone in sorrow. Years are gone in sorrow. But still there are the years in the hands of God. Still God has got the multitudes of years. 36, 26, book of Job. The years of God cannot be numbered. The years of the life of God, the span of the life of God, Jehovah. The years, the number of the years of God cannot be searchable, cannot be numbered. He has got multitudes of multitudes of years and days in his hands. He will bless us with the new years, the days which are still in the hands of God, the fresh years. That's why Psalmist is saying, I will remember the years which are in the hands of God. And secondly, there is another set of years we go through. The Bible says, if you read Psalm 78, verse 33, 78, verse 33, my days are consumed and my years are gone in terror. I spent my years in terror. Oh, my days are gone in terror. Terrible days I had. Terrible days. There was a little sister. She's a nurse now. And she was telling us one day, her father was a drunkard fellow. And she could recollect even from the point of her age three or four. And the mother would be troubled. If it's seven o'clock, that's a nightmare for them. And mother will say, children, please eat well. Please eat before seven o'clock. Mommy, you also eat. Okay, let me also eat. Please finish all your homeworks by seven o'clock. Please finish all your things by seven o'clock. Seven o'clock, your father will come. And he will meet everyone in town. He will become an animal for a while. He will come drunk. And he will make the entire house upset. There was no love. And they were thrown from one corner to the other with an angry father. The sister said, Brother, all the 18 years, 
days were gone in terror. The creditors will come. The loan people will come. The bankers will come. The pawnbrokers will come. They will come and trouble us during the day time. But my father will come and trouble us in the night. The days of terror. My sweet friends, you are suffering the years of terrors. Because of the loans, because of the old life that you lived, ungodly, because of other problems you are suffering due to the business and other issues, the years have become terror for us, terrific days. Oh, the years of terror. We spent our years in terror, great agony. I suppose to visit one war-trodden city in Asia. That lady, she's a warden of a lady's hostel. She told me, Brother John, from the time the dinner gets over till the sunrise, I never slept a day. Any time the militants will come, because I was warden of a girl's hostel, I had to protect my children. Any time anyone will come, any time the bullets will come, shell power years of terror. We suffered for 14 years. My sweet friends, maybe you went through the years of terror in your life. Years of sighing. Years of terror. The Lord is going to compensate it. The Bible says, if we read Psalm 90 verse 9, our years are gone like a tale. It's like a story. It's like a novel, it's like a prose, it's like a poem. Our story is gone, our life is gone, like a tale, like a tale, like a short story. Our days were gone like short stories. And Job 16:22. the years, the short years, the years, short years, what is called short years? You could do nothing in those years. 100 days, 365 days. 100 days we were in sickness. Or 150 days we were in loneliness. Or 150 days we were homeless. Or jobless. Or we never slept. Short years. Out of 365 days, maybe we were happily living for 65 days. You were eating for 70 days. You are having employment for maybe 80 days. Oh, the, the, the productivity of the year is gone. The produce of the year, the joy of the year, the profit of the year is gone. Short years. One side the terror, other side the shortage. If God wants to do something for you tonight. We are not going to much worried about the years we passed. We are concerned about the years which are going to come, which are still in the store, which are still in the hands of the Almighty Father. What is He going to do? The Bible says very clearly, if you read Psalm 90 verse 15, Psalm 90 verse 15, Lord, make us glad in proportion to the days we were afflicted and to the years we suffered. Compensate. Compensate. The years we suffered. Jesus Christ wants to compensate the years of affliction years of sorrow that we suffered. 
He has got everything in his account. Everything is in the account of God. In the early days of my ministry, one day they called me from a village to preach the gospel. I was there. And it was a very big story. I traveled a very long distance to reach out to the village. I was talking to the invited wonderful person. I asked him, sir, I want to take a shower. Where is the bathroom? What? Bathroom? We don't have anything like this in this village. Anywhere is bathroom. 150, sorry, one and a half kilometers square. Whatever, wherever you see. All open space is a good bathroom. You can enjoy your bathroom with nature. It's open sky. You can see the stars. You can see the moon. This is the best and biggest bathroom in India. And she was laughing, saying, Brother John, sorry, this is the maximum we can afford to give you. And I was able to stay a few times under the neem trees. All those things were not really bothering me. I was so happy serving the Lord in the village people. It's a different type of people, innocent. When I tell a story, when I stop in between, or if the story was not complete for them, if they feel it's abrupt, they will stand up and say, please continue the story, sir. Please break the climax. We want to see the, hear the full story. And sometimes they will request you to tell the story twice. Sometimes they want to sing a few more songs. It is, you are at their own disposal. The whole village will be there for you, listening to the gospel, enjoying dinner at one o'clock in the morning, it was a fantastic different experience with the nature. Anyway, meetings were over, I returned to Chennai. A few years later, the Lord sent me to one of the richest islands in the world. And they offered me a bungalow to stay with ankle deep carpet, waterbed, a gardenized bathroom, very expensive villa. The invited paid for it. When he was entering the villa, the Lord Jesus said, This is the compensation for what you suffered from in the tiny village without any comfort. I want to compensate it. I want to pay it back. My heart could not contain it. I was sobbing for a while, Lord. I never made a sacrifice. It is my duty to serve you. But still, Lord, why are you honoring me like this? It is the heart of God. He wants to compensate the years of sighing, the years of terror you suffered. How is he going to compensate it? Let us go back to the original key word today. Psalm 65, 11. He crowns the year with goodness and bounty. These are the two blessings he's going to give us for the year 2021. Forgetting what happened this year, we are going to focus on what is going to be granted to us in few days' time. There are two kinds of years the Lord exhibited in his incarnation as the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says if you read Isaiah chapter 61 verse 2 and Luke chapter 4 verse 19, he came into this world to proclaim 
and declare the year of the acceptance or the year of failure jesus said i am coming into this world i am coming into this society i am coming into your homes into your ministry just to tell one promise portion one just to tell one good word for you what is that this will be the year of the favor of god year of the favor can you just imagine year of the favor why we need the favor we are living in a different world today no one is obligated to anyone those days if the boss is giving 10 rupees salary they will stay for a lifetime they will even give their life for the bosses now no no one is obligated to anyone according to the law penal code of india no one is bound to anyone according to the law of the whole world no one is bound to anyone parents are not bound to children children are not bound to parents husband is not bound to wife wife is not bound to husband no one is bound to anyone everyone is free so what we have to do we need to get the favor from others we cannot force anyone now we are living in a total liberal world humanitarian secularism that is what being practiced everywhere we need the favor even from our own children we need the favor my friends we must know the reality of this world there is no one obligated to help us obligated to smile at us obligated to follow us obligated to help us in this world today no one is bound to anyone we are living in a free world now what to do all that we need is the favor the government needs the favor of people people need the favor of the government teachers need the favor of the children children need the favor of the teachers husband needs the favor of wife wife needs the favor of husband parents need the favor of children or the children need the favor of the parents we need to live in favor even the lord jesus christ the omniscient authority the bible says in luke chapter 2 verse 52 he was full of wisdom he was brought up in stature he was blessed with all personality and the grace of god and the favor of men was there grace of god and the favor of men was upon him what about the early church second chapter book of acts verse 47 the bible says god was adding the believers into church every day and they were all favored by everyone in society they were enjoying the favor of the entire society favor Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 11 says we were favored by so many in this world then Paul says we found favor in the eyes of many people my sweet friends we cannot demand anything in this world that time is gone with the previous century now we need favor the favor of god my sweet friends do you think that your employees are bound to you no those days are gone we need their favor they must stay with us they must understand us they must help us there are different types of favor mentioned the favors mentioned by the 
We are going to enjoy every favor in the days to come. Hallelujah. Isaiah 63, 7 says, Multitudes of favor. Favor is not a single experience or single word that you can just want. The multitudes of faith. Our God is a God of faith. If you read Deuteronomy 7 verse 9 and if you read Psalm 145 verse 9, the Bible says, our God is a God of faith. He wants to favor you in the days to come. And the Bible says, if you read Genesis chapter 24 verse 12, the wedding is the favor of God. The servant of Abraham was praying to God, Lord, if you have favor upon my servant, sorry, if you, if you have favor upon my boss, I am your servant. Let me find the partner for my junior boss. Lord, if you have favor upon my boss, my master Abraham, please do something. He needs a daughter. Favor of God. Favor brings marriage. Yes, my friends. And there was an old Purana story in India. God grants marriage to a person, apparently speaking, wife to a husband, according to the Indian Purana, one of the Purana stories. If God is very happy about a person, he will give you the most pleasant wife. She will obey him for everything. If God is upset with the person, God will pick up the most disobedient personality and give him in marriage. So, the Purana story says, it all depends on how much God is pleased in you. So make God happy before you get married. Otherwise, you'll be given the most disobedient person in your life. It's not a Bible story, so don't worry. Some story long, long ago written just to want the people to be pious and godly when they are young. The Bible says, the favor gives us marriage. 2021, it is a favor of God. You will find a partner. The spouse is coming by the favor of God. Coming with the favor of God. Coming in favor of you. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus brings a wonderful person for you into your life by his own favor. Not in anger, but in favor. Not because of somebody composing, but by his own compassion. Not because somebody pestering God with their own fasting and praise for you. No, by his own personal interest and compassionate, loving kindness for you. He brings the right person upon your life in Jesus' name. 2021 is the year of God's favor on your marriage. Even on your existing marriage, God is going to command his favor. He will find the favor in the eyes of everyone. The Bible says, if you read 2.15, book of Esther, Esther found favor in the eyes of everyone. Touching from the watchman to the emperor, she was finding favor with everyone, even from the attenders, even from anyone who was having a look upon her. The Bible says she was obtaining favor in the eyes of everyone. And Daniel chapter 1 verse 9, wherever Daniel went, whatever Daniel was asking for, he found the favor in the eyes of officials. He was blessed with whatever he wanted. Today I'm just going to pray at the end for the wedding to take place in the favor of God. I'm promising you 
the wedding, the bride, the groom, they are coming in favor of you. They come by the favor of God, not by the anger of God, not as a penalty, but as a present, but as a gift. She is coming as a gift. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 11 verse 7 says, She will be the glory for you. And Proverbs chapter 12 verse 4 says, She will be a crown for you. Yes. And Song of Solomon chapter 7 verse 6, the Bible says, She will be a joy for you. The Lord will bring joy through the wonderful bride into your life. Husband also will be a great blessing for you. My sweet friends, the Lord is going to give you a wonderful marriage by His own favor, not by His wrath, but by His love. Are you happy about it? Will you send me the wedding card that I can pray over it and thank God for it? Blessed be the Lord who is going to give you the wedding by His favor, not by His hand. And the Bible says, if you read Exodus, Exodus chapter 3, verse 21. Exodus 3, 21 says, the Lord Himself was prophesying about what was going to happen when the Israelites would be released from Egypt. The Lord was talking to Moses saying, when I bring you out of Egypt, I will not bring you out with emptiness. You will never exit Egypt with empty hands. When you return, I will command the favor in the eyes of everyone that they will give you compliments, presents, and you will return from Egypt to the promised land bountifully. You will return with multitudes of gifts. He will return with bounties and blessings. He will not return empty-handed. It's a prophetic word for you. You are trapped in a problem or in employment or in a business. Now the situation says you will come out of it emptily. You will come out of it robbed. You will come out of it ripped off. You will come out of it empty-handed. You will come out of it broken. You will come out of it as a person of bankruptcy. No! God is going to bring you out of the clutch, of the bond, of the particular situation. You will never come out of it. Empty-handed. Jesus says, I will bring you out of the contract. I will bring you out of the particular problem. I will bring you out of the particular legal issue. Not with empty hands. Having lost everything to the courts and to the lawyers. No! You will come out with bountifulness. I will bring you out in the year 2021 with an abundance of God. You will never return empty-handed. Maybe you are in a foreign country. You have been ripped off. Maybe you are in a different situation. There is no one to help. You are failing to get out of that particular place even without being rewarded for the hard work. You want to get rid of that situation. You want to run away. Whatsoever the situation tonight, but the Lord Jesus says, never. You will never return home empty-handed. You will never return to the pavilion once more with an empty hand. Never. God never take you out of the situation and take you to your home, take you to your promised land empty-handed. You are returning with bountifulness of God. 
anyone who has robbed you they have to return they have to bring it back to you says the lord you will never come out of the particular situation empty hand you know that yes because god will command his favor that he will never return empty hand hallelujah one day we shall go to him we will return to him this is the world of bondage when we return to him we will never return to heaven empty handed we go with bountifulness multitudes of souls multitudes of ministers multitudes of rewards of god are not be troubled anymore my friends and the bible says if you read exodus chapter 12 verse 36 when they were departing the israelites were so smart they were asking from the neighbors please bless us with some of your commodities we need some of your things because you worked for 400 years please favor us they were not demanding they were just asking the lord commanded the favor the request was granted whatever they asked they granted the bible says everyone favored them everyone granted them whatever they wanted you know that the year 2021 whatever application you have to make you are going to make any favor you need from government from the authorities from the bishop or from any other person you are not going to demand anything from anyone please let them know what is your expectation what do you want the bible says nehemiah chapter 2 verse 8 Ezra chapter 7 verse 27 whatever they asked it was granted Nehemiah was asking the king sir i want to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem can you please send me the bible says his request was granted and not only the leave but also anything he needed for the journey and for the construction they were all given same thing happened to Ezra about the temple If you read chapter 7 verse 27 what about queen esther the bible says if you read chapter 5 verse 3 chapter 7 verse 2 chapter 8 verse 3 chapter 9 verse 12 these four verses are mesmerizing me because these four verses are saying whatever queen esther was asking from her husband it was all granted how it was granted Ahasuerus said, Queen Esther, what do you want? Even to the half of my kingdom, I will give you. What do you want? Your request will be granted. And she kept on asking. She kept on asking. But the king was not tired of her request. He was not frustrated. He was not asking her, why are you asking me too much? He never said, why are you troubling me? Like never said, why are you keeping on? finding up your request he never said why are you dragging your request he never said why do you pile up your request one after the other because all the queen esther was requesting they were all great matters some things were beyond the authority of the king she kept on asking because the favor of god was upon esther whatever she was asking about everything granted the 
whole nation was released. Millions of Jews were saved. Can imagine every request regarding the nation of Jews spread all over the diaspora. It was all that. When he went through those four verses, he was so mesmerized. What is this? This thing became so mad. He was so dumb. He was so kind. The Lord turned his mind. The Bible says, 27 book of Proverbs. Even the hearts of the kings are in the hands of God. He can channelize it in any direction as he pleases. My sweet friends, shall I tell you something? As Queen Esther found the favor in the eyes of Ahasuerus, and whatever she was requesting and asking was granted by the king without a delay. Today the Holy Spirit commands the spirit of favor upon your life. Whatever you ask in your office, whatever application you are just putting up right now, this week, this month, this year 2021, shall be favored by the government, favored by the magistrates, favored by the employees of the government offices, favored by the bishops, favored by the partners, favored by the banks, you will surprise the way that whatever you ask, the Lord shall grant. Amazingly grant. Esther was finding favor in the eyes of everyone. And the Bible says, Genesis chapter 39, 4, 39-20, God commanded favor in the eyes of Potiphar and the jailer towards Joseph. They favored him. They promoted him. Set him above other people. My sweet friends, the year of the favor of God. Sorry for the interruption, there was a power cut. <laughs> the favor. Psalm 30, verse 5. The Bible says, the favor of God is long life. And Psalm 30 verse 7 says, because of your favor, you make me mountain stand so far. I pronounce the favor of God upon every one of you this year, 2021. Your children will have favor upon you. Your brothers will have favor upon you. Your employees, your employers will have favor upon you. Your customers and clients will have favor upon you. Those who have given you loan will have favor upon you. The bankers will have favor upon you. Can you believe it? I believe it. The government will have favor upon you. Will enjoy the favor of God because it's going to be the year of the favor of God. Do you know the size of the favor God is going to do? The Bible says if you read Acts chapter 27 verse 24. Acts 27 verse 24. The Lord appeared unto Paul and said, Paul, because of you, I favored all the 275 people sailing on this ship along with you. The angel of the Lord appeared and said, Paul, because of you, I favored the life. I favored everyone along with you in the boat. Paul, these people are nobody for me. Nobody loves me. Nobody follows me. 
Nobody listens to me. But you are the only one. My disciple, my fellow, my apostle, my chosen one. You are suffering along with these people because of my will. Satan is against the entire boat. But I favor you because of the favor that is upon you. Not only you, all the sailors, all the passengers will be saved because of you. What a great promise you are having. Because of the favor God gives you or shows you, not only you, every believer in the church will be favored and protected. Philippians chapter 1 verse 7, St. Paul says, You are the partaker of the grace which is upon me by the Lord. You are the partaker of the grace which is in me. Can you just believe the favor that is upon you is not only protecting you, not only saving you, not only providing you, the favor is so much upon you that none of yours will perish. None of your family members will die. None of your employees will lose their jobs. None of your clients will go disappointed. None of your customers will go unhappy. The favor that is upon you shall cover the entire congregation of yours. Paul, I want you. But because you are with 275 fellows, they have been your co-passengers. They are not loving you. It's okay. They never respected you. It's okay. They didn't listen to you. It's okay. The captain of the ship. He didn't bother about your counsel. He didn't respect your counsel. Maybe you are a pastor. People didn't listen to you. People never obeyed you. But still they shall be protected. Because Jesus wants to favor you. Maybe you are a businessman. Your partners were against you. But still, God wants to favor them because of you. My sweet friends, you are becoming the reason for all these things. The Bible clearly says, St. Paul was misunderstood in the ship. He was not obeyed. He was not considered. He was not taken care. But God took care of everyone because of Paul. Your family is contrary to your faith. They are not for you. Maybe they are against you. But they are sailing along with you. They are in the same house. They are in the same office. They are in the same church. They are in the same business. They are in the same atmosphere. So God says, I want to favor them. They will also see my favor in the year 2021. My beloved friends, cheer up, take courage. The favor that is upon you is going to bless everyone. Job 22, the last two verses the Bible says, Even the guilty person, person of guilt will escape the wrath. The person of guilt will even escape the punishment because of the pureness of your hand, because of the cleanliness of your heart. So don't worry. Your city will be saved. Your family will be saved. Your business will be protected. And you'll enjoy the favor of God. Or, I will favor you. And I will favor you 
in the lives of their people. I will favor all these people with a life. None of them shall perish. They shall go safely to the destination. They will reach the shore without losing their lives. They'll be safe because of you. Are you happy about it? If God was concerned about the co-passengers, will he not be worried about your own daughter, own son, own children? He'll be worried about it. He'll be concerned about it. Anyone will say no to you today. And finally, there is one more year, or one more type of a blessing for the year, promised for us by the Messianic presence, which is recorded in Isaiah chapter 63, verse 4. Isaiah 63, verse 4 says, The year of redemption has come. There are two translations for this promise. One is, The year of my redeemed has come. Or, The year of my redemption for my people has come. The year of the redemption. The Bible says, if you read Isaiah 49, verse 25, and 26. Our name, our, our Lord's name is very different. Here it's written in a very different way. In the entire Old Testament, this is the only place his name is mentioned that way. Isaiah 49 verse 26. He says, I am the Redeemer and Savior of Israel. I am the Redeemer and Savior. Both. I can redeem anything that you have lost. I can save you from the future losses. Both I can do. I can save you from your losses that you suffer. I will redeem you from the wounds and scars, all kinds of bruising that you went through in your past. All the hurts and wounds, your whole mind, body and soul suffer. I can redeem you from the losses that you suffered 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I will redeem you from the losses because of your marriage. I will redeem you from the losses because of the ungodly friendship that you, that you really entertained. And you are now at the extraordinary loss. You are at the glory end of your life. Losses upon losses. Anything that you missed out and lost out in the past, he says, I will redeem. I can redeem your name. I can redeem your personality. I can redeem your fame. I can redeem your birth personal wealth and a public enterprise. I will redeem because I am redeemer. Job 19.25 I know only one day my redeemer is alive. And secondly he says I am the savior. I can save you from the present and future evils of this world. The redeemer. He fondly calls himself redeemer. The year of redemption. 365 days of redemption. In two days' time, we enter into the year of redemption. He redeems. Hallelujah. And two important things he will redeem. Psalm 130, verse 8 says, 130, verse 8, he will redeem us from all our iniquities. Whatever the mistakes we committed, we are going to repent tonight with all our heart. He's willing to redeem us from all our iniquities. And secondly, 
Isaiah 49 verse 25 says, Redeem your children. I will, I will conduct the battle and I will fight for your children. I will redeem your children. So many of you are worried about your children. They are trapped into different social mediums, different kinds of friendships and fellowships. But today the Holy Spirit says, in the year 2021, I will redeem your children from all those vanities. I will redeem them. I will bless them. Hallelujah. What happens when God redeems our years which we lost or the benefits which we lost? We lost for different reasons, but one is called the damages caused by locusts. If you read Deuteronomy 28 verse 38, you are sowing much, reaping less, because of the locust I sent against you. Locust. You know about this locust. In one square kilometer of space, the total number of approximate locusts which can come and accommodate will be 100 million. Can you imagine? 100 million. Within one square kilometer, 100 million locusts will comfortably come and stay just for a day to make that entire plot of land empty and totally dried out. How much they eat? Those 1 million locusts within a day, within one square kilometer of space, they will consume up to 200 million vegetation, 200 million kilograms of vegetation, crops and vegetation plants. 200 million kilograms. Imagine one single day, one single day. The fellows will come in swarms. When the swarms of locusts come, you can only count in millions. Within one square kilometers, they can fill themselves the space with one million of them. 100 million of them, not 100. Oh, I can't even count. I was going through some studies about these fellows. 100 million locusts will come and launch their fight against us. They will finish eating within a day 200 million kilograms of crops. Any country can tolerate this loss? Can you bear this? We had number of locusts. A friend was a locust, credit card was a locust. An unwanted journey was a locust, a kind of uh, unexpected expenses which came on our way was a locust. A son-in-law was troubling us, draining us, locust. Some people are exactly locust. Joel 1.4 says, Amos 7.1 says, locusts will come. They're coming like army of God. Why it is said army of God? They don't come without his permission. When they come, no one can resist them. The Bible says, First Kings chapter 8, verse 37. And Solomon was praying, God, when your people commit sin against you, you will send your army to locusts. They will come and devote the land. 
If they repent and ask for forgiveness, when they look unto you, Father, in grace, graciously forgive them and bless them. Joel 2.25 says, I will calculate the losses you suffered by doctors in the past years. I will return unto you. Verse 26 says, Delete in abundance will praise God. Hallelujah. My people will never be put to shame. Verse 25 says, I will compensate. I will bring back the losses that you suffered by the locust. Unusual losses. Unexpected losses. So don't give up your hope. Because you are paying time. Because you are so diligently taking care of the needs of others. God will never let us down. Malachi 3.11 says, I will rebuke the devourer, devourer of the land, for your sake, I will bless you. So verse 12 says, Anyone who witnesses you will see you and they will call you blessed. They will call you blessed because I cancel the devourer of the land for your own sake. COVID-19 is a devourer. Maybe COVID-20 is coming, we don't know. It's a devourer. I promise you in the name of the Lord, any type of a devourer coming against your prosperity or taking the form of the locust, imitating locust, image of locust, shall be removed in Jesus' mighty name. They shall be removed. And 225 Joel says, I will return the prosperity that you lost by the sake, by the attack of this great army of locusts. I will compensate, I will restore the years of your losses which the locusts devote. And what is the end of it? The Bible says, Job 36 11. When you obey God, you serve Him, you will spend your years with pleasant joy. And one translation says, you will spend your years in comfort and luxury. Another translation says, you will spend your years in pleasantness. The years will become so pleasant for you. Exodus, sorry, Ecclesiastes 12 1 says, There is a year called, I am not pleasant in it. The Bible says, Before the year in which you say, I am not pleasant, before the year comes, the year which you say, I am not pleasant in it. I am not happy in it. I am not, I'm not enjoying this year. Unenjoyable, unpleasant years. Before the unpleasant years come, you repent and come to God. That's the message given to the young people. Before the years of unpleasantness, before the years which you say, I am not interested in it. The years which bring you sorrow, unpleasantness, before they come to you, you come to the Creator. The Redeemer and Savior, says the Lord. This is the message for the young people who really want to have the days and years blessed and protected by our own God. Then what happens? The years of joy, the years of pleasantness, the Lord will bless us with. What is going to happen? We will enjoy the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes 2.24, 3.13. 590. It is the grace and favor of God. Man will enjoy the benefits of his hand, the labor of his hand. 
I promise you from the pulpit of God, from the presence of God, the pleasant years, not the painful years, the pleasant years are waiting for you. Because the years are still in the hands of God, which are to be released one by one as the days go by. Now we are in 2020. 2021 is still in the hand of God. And the Bible says, 2 Chronicles 14, 6, God commanded him, the years are best. Hallelujah. You will rest. Your mind will rest. Your soul will rest. Your labor will rest. The Lord will command and graciously give you the spirit of rest. The Lord says, I will give you rest. The years of rest. We have suffered the turmoil sufficiently. Uncertainty is sufficient. By the grace of God, we are coming to the extreme end of it. Now we get to the year of rest, the year of pleasantness, the year of restoration, the year of the favor of God. Shall we all pray? Let us pray. Father, thank you for your message. Thank you for your word. Thank you for a gracious confirmation. I pronounce your blessings upon your children. I, Lord, from your presence, guarantee them that the year 2021 shall be the year of the favor of God, the year of the redemption of God, which will bring them years of prosperity, pleasant things. We'll enjoy the year of rest. The labor will cease. Oh, the hard work will become restful work. The sighing and sorrow shall become restful. They will not toil themselves. They will not toil unnecessarily. They will not drain themselves. They will not exhaust themselves. They will not run in vain. They shall enjoy the reward of God. Father, no futility, but fruitfulness shall be in the year 2021. From now, the angels may go forth, prepare the year for my dear brothers and sisters. When we meet again the next week, we want to see each other, multitudes of testimonies. We welcome the year of the Lord. We welcome the year of the redemption of the Lord. We welcome the year of the favor of the Lord. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. May the Lord richly bless you, honor you. I wish you again advance. Happy New Year for 2021. We shall meet again by next week the same time. Good night. All the best. Bye.